I'm Randy Efron from Skylattice Property Capital, and this episode is part three of the CMBS loan series for commercial, multifamily, and hospitality real estate. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the role that rating agencies play for CMBS loans. What is a rating agency? A rating agency is a company that evaluates a debtor's ability to pay back its debt and the likelihood of a default. The three primary rating agencies are Standard & Poor's, Moody's, and Fitch. So what do rating agencies rate for CMBS loans? Well, when a CMBS lender makes a loan, they are making it so that they can sell it into a securitization, which is effectively a pool of other CMBS loans created by multiple CMBS loan originators. The CMBS lenders sell the loans into the securitization, hopefully make a positive spread on the sale, and then receive their money back so that they can make more loans and repeat the process. That loan pool that the lender is selling their loan into then gets figuratively chopped up into pieces and becomes fixed income bonds with varying risk and return profiles. Those bonds are what the rating agencies rate. The credit ratings help facilitate the trading of those bonds in secondary markets. The higher the credit rating, the less risk of default, and therefore the lower the yield that those bonds pay to their purchasers. The lower the credit rating, the higher the risk of default, and therefore the higher yields that those bonds pay to their purchasers. For CMBS loans, let me give you a visual to help you explain this, to help me explain this a little bit better. Think of the CMBS loan pool as a skinny 100-story skyscraper that is shaped like a rectangle. If the average loan-to-value ratio of the loans in the CMBS pool equals 70%, the first 70 stories of the skyscraper would represent the CMBS pool, while floors 71 through 100 would represent the equity in the properties that serve as the collateral for the loan pool. From a fire safety standpoint, the bottom floors of the building are probably the safest and the top floors are the riskiest. Since equity investors take on more risk than lenders, the top floors of the building represent the equity in this example. Now, what CMBS bond investors have the ability to do, figuratively speaking, is purchase certain sections of floors within the building between floors one through 70. Again, this is meant to be a visual example to help explain the concept. No one is actually purchasing floors in the building. So sticking with this example, if bond investor A purchases floors 60 through 70, while bond investor B purchases floors 20 through 30, are they incurring the same level of risk and should they receive the same rate of return on their bonds? The answer is no, they are not incurring the same risk and they should not receive the same rate of return. Why? Well, because we already said that the higher the floor, the higher the risk and therefore the lower the yield that the investor should receive. The bottom floors are safer than the higher floors. Said another way, floors 20 through 30 represent a 20% to 30% LTV loan, 
while floors 60 through 70 represent a 60% to 70% LTV loan. The higher the LTV, the greater the risk, and therefore the greater the yield that the bond investor should receive. Credit rating agencies assign different credit ratings to the different sections of the floor throughout the building. The higher the floor in this example, the lower the credit rating. The lower the floor in this example, the higher the credit rating. Let me explain this further with another example. Let's assume that the value of the building decreases 10% every year during the five years after the CMBS securitization is closed. In year one, for visual example purposes, floors 91 through 100 are demolished. That means that 10% of the equity has been wiped out. In year two, floors 81 through 90 are demolished. Now, 20% of the equity has been wiped out. In year three, floors 71 through 80 are demolished. Now, 30% of the equity has been wiped out. Therefore, in year three, the bond investors that purchased floors 60 through 70 no longer have the 30% equity cushion above their debt that they once had when they purchased their bonds. Now, in year four, when floors 61 through 70 are demolished, the bond investor's investment is wiped out and they suffer a loss. However, all of the other bond investors that purchase floors one through 60 are still okay because there is enough value in the building to sell it and pay off their portion of the CMBS loan. However, in year five, when floor numbers 51 through 60 are demolished, the bond investors that purchased those floors get wiped out too, even though the bond investors that purchased floors one through 50 remain safe. For the investors that purchased floors 20 through 30, the value of the building would need to decline by more than 70% before their investment is wiped out. They are in a much safer position than the bond investors that purchase the floors above them. For that reason, the credit rating agencies would assign a higher, more favorable rating to floors 20 through 30 than they would assign to floors 60 through 70. Consequently, since floors 20 through 30 have higher credit ratings, and are safer than the higher floors, they will also pay a lower yield to those bond investors. The other thing to keep in mind is that when borrowers make their loan payments every month, the money is being distributed to the safest bondholders first and the riskiest bondholders last. So in this example, the purchasers of the bottom floors of the building would get paid before the purchasers of the top floors of the building. If borrowers within the loan pool do not make their debt service payments and there is insufficient cash to pay everyone, the purchasers of the lower floors of the building will be okay while the purchasers of the higher floors of the building may not receive any income. Why? Well, because the debt service payments may only provide sufficient funds to pay the bondholders through floor 50. Okay. 
Hopefully, now you have a general understanding of the role that rating agencies play when it comes to CMBS loans. I know this stuff can get complicated, so please bear with me. In my next episode, I am going to explain what BP's buyers are. In the interim, if you would like to stay informed about new episodes, please click like, subscribe, or follow. Alternatively, if you would like to improve your capital raising process, reduce the cost of your debt or your equity, or have a real estate finance oriented CFO on your team without incurring any overhead to have them, please send me an email at randy.efron at skylattice.com. Thanks and I'll see you next time.